Hi, this is Tim Golden of the Motown Philly Podcast, here asking you an important question. Are you a woman survivor of childhood sexual abuse? If so, your voice is your strength and your healing journey starts now. Broken to Blessed, hosted by Michelle Hall, is the podcast designed specifically to serve you. Tune in to witness the remarkable transformation as survivors share how they reclaim their lives through the power of their voices. This podcast is your safe space to find your voice and thrive. Explore real stories of resilience, growth, and empowerment, and discover how your voice can be the key to unlocking your healing journey. Ready to rewrite your story? Subscribe today to Broken to Blessed with Michelle Hall on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Broken to Blessed, where your voice transforms your story and paves the way to a life of empowerment. And remember, life can get better. You just have to do the work. Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 11 of the Motown Philly Podcast. I'm your co-host, Tim Golden, here with my co-host. It's your boy, Jason Hall. What up, though? Jason Hall, the Motown and the Motown Philly Podcast from the Motor City, Detroit, Michigan, home of Motown Records, also known as The D, baby! The D! And yours truly, Tim Golden, here. I'm the Philly of the Motown Philly podcast, city of brotherly love and sisterly affection, home of the Philadelphia Eagles, who are my favorite football team, Philadelphia 76ers, my favorite basketball team, Philadelphia Phillies, my favorite baseball team, cheese steaks, water ice, tasty cake, soft pretzels, you name it, Philadelphia, all things Philadelphia, I'm here for all of it, y'all. Welcome again to Season 2, Episode 11. Jason and I got something good cooked up for you today. We hope you are full on turkey. We hope that you had a great Thanksgiving. And we hope that this holiday season is off to a phenomenal start for you in this year, 2023. Before we get into our topic for today, which I think is phenomenal, Jason, drop some gratitude game on our listeners, man. Tell the people how thankful we are for all things especially them gratitude game stay tight guys it just does week after thanksgiving my heart is still full from last week period and last week episode period the food that we ate tim and i enjoyed we weren't in the same space but we know that we had some delicious some food that was delicioso as they say (laughs) and uh yo so my heart is full of gratitude for um, all things past, present, and and future. Uh, Tim and I, we talk about this podcast often and how we are trying to grow this community and bring content that resonates to your spirit. So waking up this morning, just grateful to know that, hey, today's another day that Tim and I get to hop on these uh, podcast airways out here in these podcast streets and really try to connect one more good time with you guys um on today so 
We want you to listen well. We want you to tell your friends about us because we're grateful for the whole community, the whole Motown Philly community. If you're unaware, if you're new here, go to the go to the Facebook group, Motown Philly Facebook group and um, come inside, start a conversation, say, hey, I heard you guys. And I just want to say what's going what's going on in these what's going on in here. So um, uh, and and for our day ones, we love you. We know you're listening and supporting. Um, we do this for y'all. But we do do we do do this for you guys. And we appreciate you listening um, to these interesting topics. Uh, we hope that you're inspired, encouraged and motivated today. So gratitude is 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 here in the building. We want to not only talk about it amongst ourselves, but we want to share it with you guys and we want to encourage you guys to to take gratitude into your heart, into your bosom and then share it with somebody else. So, Tim, I'm grateful for you, bro. Thank you, Jay. Grateful for you, too, my brother. Grateful for you. Grateful for this podcast. Grateful for everyone who is listening. Jason and I don't have all the answers. We just hope we ask some of the right questions. We're here today. So sit back, relax, and just pretend we in your living room with you, kicking it back, eating some wings, some pizza, having a good time and a good conversation. So this week on the Motown Philly podcast, we have a topic that I think is of central importance to us. And will be of central importance to you too. And here, you know, we are all about communication, connection, and community. And this week, what we want to do is take a close look at the concept of confidence. Confidence and communication. Confidence and connection. Confidence and community. You know, Jason, in preparation for today's episode, I've been doing a lot of thinking about the word confidence and what it means. And one of the words that kept coming up as a synonym of confidence was trust. Trust. You know, we hear people talk about trust and people say things like when the trust is gone in a relationship, the relationship is in trouble. I wonder if that means the same thing as saying when confidence is gone in a relationship, the relationship is in trouble. When I have ceased to have confidence in you, when I have ceased to believe belief is another word that is a synonym for confidence when i've ceased to believe in you when i've ceased to have confidence in you the relationship is in trouble or we can back it up and we can say when i have ceased to have confidence in myself when I have ceased to believe in myself, then the relationship with myself is in trouble. And if the relationship, if I don't have confidence in me, if I don't trust myself, is it possible for others to trust me? So, so let's see if we can't sort of 
sort of parse this out a little bit. I mean, I'm just trying mm-hmm. to sow some seed here to get mm-hmm. the dialogue going. But when I think of confidence, again, we, we sometimes think of of confidence on a scale and we say at some point it becomes arrogance, which might be over trusting oneself, right? Or over believing in oneself. Like being that you can do things that you can't do, right? So we have that that issue there. But let's talk about confidence in terms of communication, connection, and community with the self. And then let's circle back and let's talk about confidence in terms of communication, connection, and community with others. Because that's generally how we see things here at Motown Philly, right? In right. terms of relationship and people, there's this is this philosophical word again. There's this dialectic of self and other, right? Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about that, Jay. What what are your thoughts on confidence and the self in terms of communication, connection, and community? I think, or I believe, I should say, confidence is a very strong part of who we are and that's that's a part of the self if you will um confidence in certain ways can be to me very abstract so in certain ways you have to kind of galvanize it gather it together understand that confidence is not just it's not just an abstract construct it's they could it confidence could be made up in many areas of your life like i could be confident in my finances you know or i could be confident as a public speaker um you, you guys know that i'm jason hall the speaker's mechanic aka communication skills coach i coach clients um and or students in my programs to have confident communication so confidence comes from, and I think we might bring it up today, that hierarchy, Tim, that you and I talk about when it comes to uh, our ability to grow in an area. I'm almost forgetting about it because I haven't taught it in a, in a, in a while. There is that kind of, well, Tim, will, Tim will break it down if he's, if he's actually picking up what I'm, what I'm like laying down, but your ability to, to do something kind of depends on your ability to do it well or to build up the muscle to do it well and but the, here's the thing sometimes you have to understand that you're not doing it at all like there has to be some general awareness so let's bring it back to the self and, and the i love that word the dialectic if you will tim the back and forth that the back and forth between what's going on inside of you that has to spill over and translate if you will and start to connect with other people who are outside of you but that confidence has to be it has to be and begin if you will with the individual with the person and that comes from a sense of awareness like you can't be confident if you don't have a sense of awareness let's to to understand that you need to be confident like if i said listen tim let's go drive this car you have no clue of how to drive a car 
you could have all the confidence in the world like i'm about to kill it i'm about i've seen it i've seen it on tv i've seen i've seen them do it jason i've seen them do it I, i've watched the grand prix and you get behind the wheel bro with all of that confidence and all of a sudden i'm in the passenger seat i'm like let's go and then you put the car you try and to put the car in a gear because you still don't know or you saw it on tv and then you start to drive and then you start to in the moment in those moments you start to understand that you don't really know what the hell you are doing you become aware right <laughs> you become aware that your ability like your confidence is not meeting your ability so almost instantaneously, so maybe that wasn't confidence, right? Uh, so almost instantaneously, you start to say, I don't know about this. I don't know about this driving bit um, at all. And I need to I need to learn the skill in order to grow in a sense of confidence because now I'm made aware that cockiness or that bravado that I thought I knew what I was doing has now been sh shattered because I'm completely behind a wheel and there's cars coming my way. And I don't know how to manage this thing properly. So confidence starts with a sense of awareness. And Tim, if you want to give the hierarchy, if you will, that that you and I know that helps to build a sense of confidence, but it does start with a, a level of awareness. You know, what, you know what I'm talking about? I think so. I think so. So before we do that, okay. you said something that was interesting. Okay. Actually, you know what? Let's go back and do that. Right? So when we set out to do something, anything, uh -huh. whatever it is, Jason used the example of driving a car. At first, we are often unconsciously incompetent. Mm -hmm. We are making mistakes, but we don't know that we're making mistakes. You've heard the old adage, sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. And you're unconsciously incompetent. Then someone, a teacher, a mentor, points out to you and says, hey, that's not how you fill in the blank. Drive a car. Now you are consciously incompetent you still don't know how to do it and so to the extent that you still don't know how to do it or that you still can't do it well you're incompetent but at least now you are aware mm -hmm. that you're not doing it well then we get to a point where i think a lot of us are with different things where you become consciously competent. In other words, you're doing it well now, and that's because you've practiced, you've worked at it, you've attained a level of experience with it, and you are still very much aware mm -hmm that you're doing it, but you're doing it well. So we go from unconsciously incompetent to consciously incompetent. Now we are at the second highest level of consciously competent. And the goal, 
the ultimate goal is to get to a level of unconscious competence. This is the point where you're just doing it and it's just like breathing to you. So if you've been driving long enough, you know that when you get in the car and you you turn you turn on the car, you put on your seatbelt. You put on your seatbelt, you take a look in the rearview mirror to make sure you don't need to adjust it. The first thing you do is look and see what's coming behind you, right? And eventually, after having done it for so long, you begin to do it really well and you do it without thinking. So you can plug in any activity or any task, whether it's driving a car, one of the reasons why some people are so good at certain things, Jason and I love to use Kobe Bryant as an example. At some point, he became so good at playing basketball that he was unconscious. You hear sports reporters say that so-and-so is playing out of his mind Mm -hmm. right now. And that's what that means. You're literally out of your mind. You're unconscious of it. Your mentality is not directed toward the thing because in the words of Aristotle, you've developed what the Greeks called a hexis or a disposition to do that thing through habituation that now you do it so well you don't even think about it. Beautiful. So that's the place where we would like to get to. Now, I think that the road from unconscious incompetence to unconscious competence is a road that we, that will give us confidence, but there's a lot of bumps along the way. Definitely. Which brings me to a question. Where does confidence come from? Does it come from the self? You said self-awareness is sort of the beginning of it. I think so. All right. Okay, good, good. That's I, 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 I'm not asking to be contrary or to disagree. Right. But, you know, we need to get a handle on this because I think confidence is very important. It's very important to uh, to behave in a confident way. We don't want to be perceived as not knowing what we're doing and so forth. So socially, confidence matters. And, and so I think it's a real question about where it comes from. And let me suggest, let me throw this in the equation. There's a difference, perhaps, in some ways, between where it comes from and how we maintain it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking of self and other. If If you get all of your confidence If you get all the confidence in yourself from others, I think that's codependency. Okay. I think that's a problem because now you are relying on external factors on other people to tell you good things. You're great. Right. And I think living outside in, in that fashion, will always have you coming up short. So I think Jason 
you're right that confidence does begin with the self from the inside out and you maintain that but what role do others play see because we live in this world with others right we can't avoid it and and we are others can perhaps increase our confidence we we can agree can't we jason that our confidence must start with ourselves right right that if you're waiting for other people to tell you how great you are what you are essentially doing is you are being codependent mm-hmm. so confidence comes from us but even the most assured people get discouraged sometimes and is it not fair to say that while the genesis of confidence is the self that the place where confidence is in some sense maintained or at least nurtured I like nurtured better. Right. Is from others. Cuz we all get discouraged, right? Help us flesh that out, Jay. Can I interject another word in the yeah, yeah. like alongside nurtured? Um especially if it's coming from others, supported. Supported. Wonderful. Love it. Love it. Um because I the only reason why I say that is because I think and believe that nurturing can happen from both from the dialectic it can happen from i need to nurture it because now i'm aware of it but sometimes i'm not strong and i have loving people caring people around me to help me nurture what i know i already have it's just kind of weak right now like you give that to me and i believe i give that to you and just our normal relationship right so support it sounds like a good word at the same time because in community you you kind of want to you want to do your best to yoke yourself up with like-minded people so when i have faults when i have weaknesses when i'm just there's blind spots to my life you're you person you are not attacking me you're assisting me you're helping me you're you're telling me who i am who who i should already and do a lot a lot of times know who i am but you help to you help to make that shine through when sometimes it looks like I'm faltering, supported, if you will. Um, I do believe that the genesis, if you will, of knowing and understanding confidence starts with me realizing. And that's a part of awareness as well. Because what if I had no confidence in something, right? But you saw something inside of me, Tim. Raw talent, some type of ability, maybe say leadership, if you will. But you saw it in me and I didn't see it in myself. So I don't have awareness. However, I have some type of ability. And you pull me to us, you pull me aside to the side and you say, hey, Jay, I see something in you that you might not see in yourself. I need you to start taking inventory of these skills that you possess. And I want to make you aware. Hello, somebody. 
it started with my that time it might have started with you now it's my job to now realize what you're telling me become aware so it kind of still it it still starts with me like i have to do a work if you will even if you're the one giving me the light even if you're the one sharing with me hey um this is this you possess this now i'm like i do really let me see let me see what's going on in me and then you and i can have a back and forth a dialectic if you will to try to nurture me to be a better quota you know we're talking about leaders and be a better leader if you will in this particular instance so there can be a you know a back and forth a healthy exchange to help confidence grow but it, there is a realization and awareness that still has to on some level come from me but it could have been initiated from you right now i like this i like this because i have confidence in myself as an actor but that title actor and the confidence that i have in myself as one did not begin with me as you just put it uh, a woman at my church in philadelphia i'm gonna go ahead and say her name because she's a fabulous person Ina farrell Ina farrell saw something in me like you just said jason she saw something in me when i performed in one of her plays about my goodness what was this about 13 was it 13 years ago goodness no i don't know no i guess it was 10 years ago 10 years ago the first time i i, I performed as an actor uh, almost 11 years and she saw something in me she said tim you need to continue to do this when she said that to me that gave me along with the experience of having just performed an awareness right mm -hmm. that led me to start believing and trusting myself that i could actually do it mm -hmm. so sometimes we need others Aristotle says in, in the Nicomachean Ethics when he writes about friendship that a friend is like a mirror and a friend will cause us to see things in ourselves that we don't see and a friend will also see things in us that we don't see. So it is not the case that our confidence begins with others because that would be codependency. But others nevertheless play a role in cultivating an atmosphere of self-awareness yeah. that then leads me to see what they see that I don't. And now that I see it, now that I see it, I almost have a responsibility to myself and to the rest of the world to be confident because we never want to deprive the world of our best selves.
Yeah, I I would add, can try to add to that. You said, as you said that so eloquently, and rightfully so. I think the, the, the we do have a responsibility, and in that responsibility, there's also a responsibility of main. Like, if, like sometimes we say we have a responsibility. Okay, what is that responsibility? One of the main like tenets of that responsibility is is the tenant of maintenance of mm-hmm. of knowing now that she told you that you have something special within you you became curious and from your curiosity to of what you have this this talent the skill you had you started to through your curiosity and your level of of, of responsibility to maintain and to grow it's almost like a garden someone lets you know you have a fertile you have a fertile garden which can produce beautiful fruit but then that that gardener that master gardener walked on about their business and their life and now you looked up you got a whole garden and it's just soil you know fertile soil in front of you what are you going to do with that are you going to go to are you going to are you going to go get nutrients are you going to go get now get some fruit to grow are you going to go study your craft that's this new craft and are you going to take classes are you going to invest time are you going to sign up for another for another play and say hey you know so that is your own that is our own responsibility once you know that hey i have something here and my confidence can grow as i continue to invest time in the maintenance and the responsibility of saying you know, I want to. I want to. Therefore, now use this gift for the community. Hello, somebody. <laughs> so it's interesting, Jason. Boy, this conversation is good, and I have a couple of things I want to say on the other side. But right now, I want to talk to our entrepreneurs out there. You an entrepreneur? You need money, man. You got to meet your financial goals. Jay, you know what I'm talking about. And sometimes in order to reach your financial goals, you need a little bit of help. And what better way to do that than to advertise with the Motown Philly podcast. Here at the Motown Philly podcast, we understand your entrepreneurial needs. We understand your need for marketing, for advertising. And we want to encourage you to come on and advertise with us. Our listening audience is growing here in our second season. We have audiences in new york los angeles and everywhere in between in the united states well not quite everywhere in between but in enough places in between yes get you to get you and your business the attention that it needs in order to help build your customer base and your clientele so we have three affordable packages very affordable packages all you have to do is send us an email at Motown Philly Community dot G. I'm sorry, at Motown Philly Community at gmail.com. That's Motown Philly Community, all one word, at gmail.com. Send us an email. We will get out a price list to you that will explain exactly the packages we have available and we believe that once we connect and once you start advertising with us you will see a marked increase in your business so again send us an email at motown philly community 
at gmail.com. That's Motown Philly Community at gmail.com. We're growing here at the Motown Philly Podcast, and we want you to grow with us. All right, Jay, we're back on track now here at the Motown Philly Podcast, Season 2, Episode 11. And those of you who are listening today, we are talking about confidence and communication. So, Jason, as I listen to you talk, one of the things I'm thinking about is in terms of maintaining confidence is what is the role of experience with confidence? Because one of the things that happened with me in the example that I just gave, when Ina Farrell said that she wanted me to continue acting when she saw that in me, right? And I said, well, I think I'm going to continue to do it. I began taking classes. You just said a minute ago, well, what are you going to do now that you know? Are you going to invest? Are you going to? And that's what I started to do. I started taking acting classes. And after I took acting classes, I started to, uh, I started to act. There's a lot involved in an acting class, right? You have to memorize lines and you have to get in the habit of, of, doing things and taking direction and facing constructive criticism. And then I started working on monologues and then I actually started auditioning. And at each stage of the process, my confidence increased because of my experience. And so how can we fit experience into this, Jason? And then the next question I have uh, after you address that, I want to come back and talk about confidence and self-talk because how we talk to ourselves can either make us more confident or it can destroy our confidence. And no one can destroy your confidence like you can. True. Facts. So... So, Jay, talk about experience. What role does experience play in in all of this? So, great question. I think experience plays a a a strong factor, kind of an undergirding factor, if you will. When you talked about the different levels, there are four levels of of building competency which I often say breeds confidence. And the third level, if you guys were like kind of taking notes or keeping track uh, of what Tim was saying. So the first level is uh, unconscious incompetence. That's not, you don't know what you don't know. The next one is somebody made you aware. So that's conscious incompetence. Now you know, but you still don't know how to do it. The next level, but at level, least you know you can't. At least you know you don't know. <laughs> at least you know, right? 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 So very good, Tim. So the next level is number three, and I think this is what Tim is. Uh, this is where I think we we um, we probably hang out the most and the longest. Um, if you look at if you look at the highest level professionals, let's be honest. Let's be really, truly, purely honest with this one, guys. This is where even the professionals, the best of the best, probably hang out. 
in my estimate, there are levels inside this level three of ability uh, or competency, or as Tim was saying, the, the question is about experience. So this is a level where you're really working and honing, if you will, your ability to your experience. You're like playing. This is your playground of really learning from experience and from hopefully from mentorship, a lot of research, a lot of good like mentors or teachers, if you will, or coaches or or whoever that's really kind of teaching you how to be whatever that thing you're trying to be. And guess what? You can get I like I said, I think they're I believe I know I know they're really higher. They're different levels inside this one level. And let's talk about the professional athlete to give it a give it an example. I really think that Steph Curry functions at the most of the time at the higher level of level three conscious competency. So he's very aware of his skill and he's very competent of his skill. There are some times Steph Curry flows into unconscious competence and we get to witness it. There's one time that we that he did it in practice and there was a camera or phone available and the man the man shot like it was either 77 i think he's broken that since then 77 tim for three point shots in a row i mean just imagine that some people can't even make 77 layups in a row and this man makes at least because he might have broken it since then 77 three-point shots in a row in practice Think of how easy it is to miss 77 shots in a row. So this is what I'm saying. You leave the experiential, if you will. Well, I shouldn't say you leave. Let's just let's keep the levels the levels. You leave level three, and now you 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 venture off into mindless field activity. You're just <clears throat> you're just an organism doing your best job of what you've been what you've been playing in and what you've been practicing and what you've been trying to level up with no thought just doing it that's Steph Curry in practice and or sometimes we've often had a glimpse of that in the game where he's made 15 three-pointers like that's still that's another unheard of thing and oh he's on fire as Tim said or he's he's out of his mind yeah, he's not thinking about it he's just hooping he's just shooting it and it's going in and that's a beautiful feeling to an athlete. It's also a beautiful feeling to a professional. I'm a I'm a communication skills coach and I love working with my clients and they ask me questions kind of like these of the things that they're struggling with. Maybe they're struggling with confidence. Maybe they're struggling with their inability to to articulate the things that they need to 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 articulate well. And I start telling them about who they are. Because now it's my turn, like I gave the example of Tim saying, hey, you're really good at it. Well, I get to do that with my, I get to see these levels of genius that my students or that my clients are. And I say, hey, you're really good at this. And I help to give them confidence and more awareness of the things that they do well. And those type things really give a boost to me because I get the, I'm in a zone. I don't look up, I don't get a book out. I don't go research. I know this stuff like the back of my hand, my ability to help coach somebody with their communication skills. And I love it. It's just, I get giddy 
because it just it comes to my brain and it flows out of my mouth and I get to help somebody move from where they were to now where they want to be. And then I get to see them in real life. It's a beautiful thing. And I, and I, yeah, I studied it, but it's a different thing when you're just when when there's a conscious thought, there's a there's a stream of consciousness of the thing that you love that starts to flow and you get that mindless, mindless activity and you're just doing and you're just saying and you're just being and you're helping somebody at the same time. It's a beautiful thing. And Tim, I know you know what I'm talking about, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I know. I know what you're talking about. And and here's what I mean when I say I know what you're talking about. When you get to the higher echelon of conscious competence and you get to a place where you are unconsciously competent, you mentioned Steph Curry. Think of, we don't have to choose sports. Think of other situations right mm -hmm. think of think of acting you ever see a performance like malcolm x denzel washington right mm -hmm. as malcolm x unconscious oh <laughs> true true Jamie Cox as ray charles mm -hmm. unconscious competence mm -hmm. in fact as an actor what i'm told by all my teachers and all my directors has been, Tim, you just have to learn to just be. You're not trying anymore. You're not trying to memorize lines anymore. You've done all of that. Yeah, you're not thinking and no at, more. And at some point, this is, and this is coming down to the nitty gritty, Jason. At some point, my acting coaches and acting teachers have always said to me, at some point, Tim, you have to trust yourself. You have mm. to have confidence in yourself. Mm. So when I was backstage two and a half months ago, getting ready to take the stage as August Wilson, me and 300 of my closest friends here in Walla Walla at the Geese of Powerhouse Theater, I'm backstage and I had no butterflies because I thought about all the work I put in and I said, you know, you were made to do this, Tim. You were made to do this. I didn't need anybody else to come and say to me, and I'm not telling you this to brag or because I have all the answers. No, I'm telling you this because in a sense, I'm at level three. I'm consciously competent at some things and there's certain things about acting about which I am unconsciously incompetent. Probably a lot of things, right? And that's why we need other people to help us along the way. So I just, I think it's important. Confidence cannot be underestimated. It matters. Mm -hmm. It matters across the board. It matters with just about everything. So, Experience, of course, plays a role with confidence. And the other point that I wanted to make about what you said, Jason, is that even the great ones, Denzel Washington, Steph Curry, Jamie Foxx, whoever, mm -hmm. even the greatest ones will always remain at level three 
because they understand there's always ways to improve. Very good, Tim. And they'll understand that there are a lot of things that they don't know. Right? Can I can I interject this? Please go ahead. With that being said, I you kind of gave me this notion that confidence can be a disposition. Meaning that it's a perspective to have when you don't have it sometimes. And if you understood what it took to grow, to nurture, you're up for the challenge of getting it, of growing it, of being it, because it's so, like you said, so important in so many areas. You don't, it's not just here, Tim, there's, I give you confidence. No, what area are you giving me confidence in? Because confidence, there's a lot of areas in how we can grow and be confident. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just, you just, you sparked that. Well, you took the words out of my mouth because what does it mean to have a growth mindset other than you're never finished? Mm. Other than the pursuit of excellence and competence is perpetual. Yeah. At the very at the very most, you'll come to a place where you will be unconsciously competent about certain things related to your craft. But I guarantee you, Steph Curry continues to practice because deep down he believes he can be even better. Yeah. And yeah. Denzel Washington continues to go to rehearsal and pay attention to the details of his performance because he believes he can be better. And that's what it means to have a growth mindset. To have mm. a growth mindset is to be humble and to understand even though I have made great strides, I can always be better. Let me let me be let me be devil's advocate. I want to hear what you say to this. What do you say to the person that says that sounds exhausting? That mm -hmm. that that sounds like a lot of that sounds like too much work. What do you say to that person? I say to that person, it is a lot of work. And if it's too much, if you think it's too much work, you are depriving the world of who you are and the best of who you are. Love and, it. And I am disappointed mm. that we will never get to see you at your mm. because you think it's too much work. Talk that talk, chick. Talk that talk, chick. Disappointed. I get up every day, Jason. I have I have become <laughs> I'm at level three. I'm consciously incompetent as an academic philosopher. I'm sorry. Consciously yeah. competent. Conscious consciously competent. Consciously competent as a as an academic philosopher. I'm consciously competent as a lawyer, and I'm consciously competent as an actor, and as a human being, and as a person, as person, as podcast hosts, mm -hmm. we are consciously competent right we are always in all the roles that we play husband wife mother father son daughter whoever worker employer employee 
we are always confronted on all sides with the problem of perpetuity. And most people who decide, I think, I think most people decide that it is too much work. Mm. I think most people decide, you know what? I'm good at the things I'm good at doing and everything else. I'm going to just let it be. And I'm going to just fall back and I'm going to stay. Pack it in. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just, I'm going to just pack it in. No, let me, can I, let me brag on you right quick, bro. Uh, He's like, y'all should see his face. Y'all should see his face. So before we hopped on, <laughs> before we hopped on, I said, Tim, I always ask him how he's doing. You know, we we do life. We do things. I always like connecting with Tim, saying, how, you know, how you doing? Like, yo, how, how do you feel? How you doing? And he, he told me how he's doing. He said he he was a little tired, but he's up for what, we, what, we, what we're doing. This is a mission for us. And I was just like, bro, what time you get up this morning? He was like four. And then he's just start talking, talking. And I was in the background talking about Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. Yo, he gets up at four every morning, y'all. Every morning to get on his grizzy, on his grind, studying, he's grading, he's meditating, he's praying. He's doing these things because your boy Tim Chick Golden is a effing beef, y'all. The dude is crazy at it. Listen, I, I'm I'm bragging on you. If you guys could just spend a day in the life of Tim Golden, like to see what he actually does, is some. I mean, some of the it is to look at what Tim's doing. It does. It, you you will get tired. You will get tired. But man, the work, the body of work that this man does in his life is absolutely ridiculous. And the work that he's doing today will continue to be foretold not in just not only just in our day and age but after this man is long gone the work that he's putting in and i'm just grateful to know this guy because yo like he said like you we don't want to deprive the world of our best us so like tim like tim inspires me like just him, us having this that talk before we hopped on the podcast today i'm inspired i missed two days of running this week y'all i've been telling myself three days a week i know i'm out there on sunday but i sure enough been lacking during the week but um yo if tim getting up at four i can get up at 4 30 or 5 to get out there and put in some miles so hopefully you guys are encouraged and inspired and know that confidence takes takes some work it takes some experience it takes some community it takes it takes it takes some some time in the lab, if you will, in order to get better. Good time. Well, Jason, thank you, man. Thank you for saying such uh, nice things about me. I I just I am just I, I just appreciate you so much. Love you so much, and I love this podcast and our listeners so much because, as I said, everything helps to keep me honest, and it helps me to stay on my on my purpose and I, i'm just blessed to have you as a friend and i'm thoroughly thankful for you and all that you do for me so thank you and thanks to you motown philly listening audience yes, yes. you all help keep me honest i'm not perfect i am far from it i make a lot of mistakes and i i do 
all I can to just uh, do the right thing. And I'm grateful for that. So what I wanted to get across here is that the growth mindset, folks, is a growth mindset that keeps us improving. It keeps us working on different things. No matter how good we are at certain things, we can always be better. And yeah, I know it, listen, it sounds overwhelming, but when Jason asked that question to me earlier and he said, well, what do I have? What if, what do I have to say to someone who says that sounds like too much work? The first thing I would have to say is that I'm disappointed that you're going to deprive the world of who you are. And the second of who you, of all the best that you have to best. offer. Mm -hmm. and, and second, what I would say is you don't get eternity. You don't get perpetuity all at once. You only get it one day at a time. One of my heroes, and I swear, y'all, there is a 65-year-old man inside of Jalen Hurts' 24-year-old body. He says, all I try to do is get a little bit better than what I was yesterday. Just a little bit because the perpetual doesn't happen all at once. Mm -hmm. It happens one day. And so it sounds like a lot, but you don't have to face it all at once. All you have to do is face it one day at a time and just ask yourself, what can I do today? That's it. And what I was yesterday. How, how can I improve just a little bit? Just a little bit more. And be better than I was yesterday. And and so I, I think here at Motown Philly, Jay, we're all about the growth mindset. Not because we have it all together, but because we understand we'll never have it all together. That's what it's about, right? Right. I'm not an entrepreneur. You're not a philosopher. But we find ways to love and respect one another for what we do. And as a result, there's acceptance, right? In in this space, in this friendship, there's acceptance, there's there's peace, there's a sense of, of love and joy, not because we try to make each other like the other person, but because we accept one another as is. And from that level of acceptance comes a sense of confidence that no matter what's going on in Jason's life, he knows he can talk to me. And no matter what's going on in mine, I know I can talk to him. I love that, Tim. Um, I was talking with a good friend today and they were talking about a loved one and how they are in certain ways disconnected to like true community. And I think about that and I think about the idea of how does confidence work in that? And maybe if someone out there is disconnected from fellowship, Tim and I talk about fellowship every now and again. But when we say fellowship, it's just like to be in existence with someone else, to be in good existence with some with other people, if you will. And I think sometimes, you know, I just know this thing that we weren't created to live in like we were created for relationship. And when you think about that, um, having people 
that you can connect to on a on a cons- rather consistent basis. And, and I bring that up because community is important. Um, we talk about communication, connection, that last leg of community. That's kind of what Tim and I are doing in this, although this is an audio file that's going out to you. Tim and I look at each other when we do this particular podcast of and this is our 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 opportunity to have community with each other. We commune with each other. That's commune is a form of communication, right? Tim taught me that, even though I'm a speech language pathologist. The point is is to connect. So if you guys are having struggles or issues and just in your day-to-day life and your morale, like I encourage you to to go find community. And sometimes in finding community, your confidence level in going to find that might be down because that muscle might be weak but understand that there's some strength in community i mean tim and i talk about communication connection and community that last part as you grow through those first two when you really find community yo beautiful things happen in community powerful things happen in community and and if you're trying to work to that maybe you've been working on your communication to yourself and that has bridged over to connection with others. But understand and don't stop there. It goes over into community with others. It should flow over into communities with others, not just virtually, but I'm talking about even physically where you can find yourself in a place. Get Try to gain that confidence muscle, if you will. Go through the four levels of growth and confidence like become aware and know that hey i'm in isolation i need to do something about this and then once you become aware start getting that looking online going to meetups finding interest getting yourself involved that's a confidence muscle that you're building of competency and experiencing different different situations and find yourself in community and see how that community helps you become more balanced more aware more loving more open more you know, hopefully you're in the mindset of, like I said, like Tim said, growth, that you might become a better version of yourself. That that thing is powerful, Tim. It, it really is, uh, Jason. And we just want you to experience that power. Please be confident in yourself. Mm-hmm. Watch the way you talk to yourself. Watch mm-hmm. the way you talk about yourself to others. Mm-hmm. Don't dig your own grave. Mm-hmm. You deserve better than that. We, we don't, again, Jason and I don't have all the answers. I got to check myself sometimes. Make sure you don't lie to yourself. Oh, that's a big one. Don't, don't lie to yourself and say things like nobody loves me. Nobody cares about me. Those things just aren't true. Don't mm. lie to yourself and say, I can't do this thing or that thing, or I'm not good at anything. That's not true. Mm. Don't lie to yourself. That's a pie. That's another podcast, Tim. I mean, we might we just coming at y'all next week during this, you know, during this Christmas season. We just might come at y'all next week with self talk mm. and communication. Yeah, yeah. Talk to yourself. How you have communication, connection, and community with yourself, boy? I'm talking to boy. I'm about to listen. Look, we're gonna have to land this plane, Jay. Because I, if I start talking, we start talking about that. We're going to go easily for another hour, man. Yeah, that's some good stuff, too. That's, you know, you got to talk to yourself. I sometimes wonder, man, I'm up here living in Walla Walla, Washington, and not the, you know, one of the reasons I'm able to be so focused is because there ain't a lot of <laughs> up here, you know? 
a man can get a lot of thinking done in Walla Walla, especially a black man, okay? Black man can get a lot of thinking done, a lot of work done. I'm in the perfect profession to be living where I live. Not a knock on Walla Walla. It's beautiful up here, picturesque, all of that. I get that. But I'm from Philly, man. You know what I'm saying, Jay? I'm from Philly, dog. People, people being out in them streets, being outside. Yo, chick, what up? What you doing tonight? Want to go to the Sixers game? Yeah, let's go, dog. I'm up here looking at the four walls like, ooh, man, what's going on? So there's lots of things that I, I want you to take from this podcast tonight. But the most important thing is have confidence in yourself. Mm. Remember, nobody owes you anything. Mm -hmm. You owe yourself everything. Mm. Yeah. Tell yourself the truth. Tell yourself the truth if it hurts. Tell yourself the truth if it feels good. Just settle on the principle of truth-telling with yourself and understand that confidence is key. Jay, where can they find you, man? You guys can find me on Instagram at, at the speaker's mechanic. That's at the speaker's mechanic. You can also find me on LinkedIn, Jason Hall, communication skills coach, where I help professionals, entrepreneurs, those who are in those who are in business who are trying to do better with their ability to communicate to the masses or maybe just their small community better. And I'm talking about in a form of oration, in a form of body language, in a form of just articulating what you have to say a lot better. Yes, I'm talking about phonetics. <laughs> Tim, where, where can they find you, my guy? Before I tell y'all where y'all can find me, y'all need to go on Amazon and get Jason Hall's book, A Vocal Owner's Manual. It will help you improve your speaking skill. In fact, when you read it and apply its principles, it will give you the what? Confidence <laughs> necessary to move up that competence ladder and do your very best. Y'all yes, can sir. find me on Instagram at a good golden man. You can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at DRTJ Golden ESQ. And last but not least, you can find me on Facebook at Tim Golden. Three things in life are certain death taxes, and yours truly is the only black man in Walla Walla named Tim Golden. I guarantee it. Take that check to the bank. It won't bounce on you. But as they say in Memphis, you take that check to the bank. You fitting to get paid. Yeah. J-Man, until next time, Motown Philly family and my beloved Jason Hall, we are out of here like Vladimir. Peace. Peace.